I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist, with your daily relationship nugget. If you are enjoying these programs, would you kindly let me know? You can email me at info at soencouragement.org or call or text me at 242-477-4002 or visit my website at www.soencouragement.org. I would be delighted to hear from you. Today is going to be a wonderful topic, and here it is, what it's all about. Where will your teenagers be on Saturday night? Where will your teenagers be on Saturday night? Do you know where? Well, is this one of your concerns? Are you having a challenge with providing appropriate entertainment for your teenagers? Who decides where they will go and what they will do on a Saturday night? How involved are you in directing the show? Who's the boss? If you have no idea where your teens are going next Saturday night and at what time they will come home, then you are the child and they are the parents. Furthermore, if you are not taking them or going with them wherever they are going, you have a real challenge and are setting them up for a disaster. Now, I'm not saying you have to be there, but you have no idea. On the other hand, if you are not comfortable allowing your teenagers to do something or you are unable to go with them, then stick to your guts, stick to your guns. It is best to err on the side of caution. Research suggests that parents don't impose sufficient restrictions on their teens after they get their driver's license and often underestimate their teenagers' use of drugs or involvement in sexual behavior. Teenagers do need supervision, not because they are bad, but because they frequently make poor choices. Most of the time, poor choices are made because parents or adult supervisors are not available to guide them. Teenagers are oftentimes impulsive and have supercharged energy that dissipates after a rush of adrenaline. Parents, guardians, adults, teenagers are begging you for help and guidance. They may act out that way, but they really need you. They do not want to do bad things. They may act stupidly, but they are not crazy. Let's help them. Oops, oops, oops. I think, parents, you must remember that you once did foolish things and wished there were adults to guide you through the thick, muddy wastelands of decision-making, temptations, self-centeredness, and passion. Teenagers can make lifelong positive decisions. It is during the preteen and the teen years, many make their career choices and stick to the choices throughout their adult lives. It is during the preteen and teen years that many Christians make their lifelong decisions for Jesus and stick to it the rest of their lives. Many preteens and teens choose not to smoke, drink, or use illegal drugs and maintain that wholesome lifestyle through their lives. Here's the catch. Although teens are capable of making lifelong wholesome decisions, 
the ability to stick to them is reinforced or weakened by parental guidance or lack thereof. The ability to make wise choices does not nullify the power of raging hormones, impulsion, and adventurous behavior. This is why at all times, toddlers, preteens, and teenagers, disciplined or undisciplined ones, must have supervision. They must have supervision. Several years ago, I wrote an article entitled Teenagers, Violence and Culpability. In that article, I shared some interesting facts about teens. Why don't you listen? I shared that the age of majority, that is the legal age of adult, should not be 18, but instead age 21. This is why mental health professionals sometimes refer to those 18 to 20 as emerging adults and not full adults. The scientists, to their surprise, discovered that teenage brain undergoes an intense overproduction of gray matter, the brain tissue that does the thinking. Then a period of pruning takes over, during which the brain discards gray matter at a rapid rate. That's doing the age before 21. This process is similar to pruning a tree. Cutting back branches stimulates health and growth. This continues into the early 20s. Researchers at Harvard Medical School, the National Institute of Mental Health, UCLA, and others have collaborated to to map the development of the brain from childhood to adulthood and examine its implications. The results so far are astonishing. Dr. Elizabeth Sowell, a member of the UCLA research team, states, the frontal lobe, where there is change occurs, undergoes far more change during the adolescent than any other stage of life. It is also the last part of the brain to develop, which means that even as they become fully capable of other, in other areas, adolescents cannot reason as well as adults. Maturation, particularly in the frontal lobe, has been shown to correlate with measure of cognitive reasoning. In other words, the research is suggesting that the ability for teens to make good choices is high, but the ability to stick to them without supervision is weak. What do churches and hotels have in common? (laughs) They are both used as babysitters by parents or guardians who do not want the responsibility of supervising the children. Now, I said hotels because in some areas in the Caribbean, they are beautiful centers for recreation. Other parts of the world, they may have other parks and so forth. It is ironical that I am talking about churches and hotels in the same paragraph, especially in a tourist-oriented society. Why? In my conversations with a few parents, I've found that many parents take the children to church on Saturday or Sunday morning, leave them there, and are not concerned or aware of what will happen during the rest of the day. Sometimes the teenagers return home after midnight when their parents are asleep. The next morning, no question is asked about how the children spent the day and why they came home so late. Often, church leaders are not aware that they are being used as babysitters. Therefore, the teenagers are left unsupervised. Similarly, many parents drop off their children at large hotels where there is a lot of entertainment or large open spaces for rooming. Hotels provide activities for paying guests, children only. 
The hotels are not prepared to provide supervision for non-guest energetic teenagers. Hence, when teenage impulsivity takes over, we can have chaos. There are other large centers of recreation, yeah, where if teens are left without supervision, there will be trouble. You know, occasionally my wife and I visit a wholesome Saturday night spot in town. Often while strolling and enjoying the sights, we would see dozens of teenagers without supervision. These teenagers were not all from the lower class of society, no. Most of them were from middle and upper class, whites, blacks, and mixed nationals. It was amazing as we observed their aggressive behavior. They would sneak in dark corners, kissing and rubbing. A few years ago, while at a wholesome Saturday night spot, I accidentally bumped up two teenage teenagers who were passionately kissing in the dark. I was surprised to find out who they were. They were 15 and 16 year olds I knew from well-respected families. Hotels and churches must have guidelines and proper supervision for teenagers and sometimes young adults who untap energies leave them restless. So. Tune in at the next podcast for part two of Where Will Your Teenagers Be Next Saturday Night? This has been your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.